Hey, I'm your host, Isabella Orlando, and you're listening to the Just Living Y'all podcast. And this is episode three. Oh my gosh, guys, I cannot believe that I'm recording my third episode of the podcast. For some reason, it's been a hit with everybody that I know. A lot of people have come up to me and thanked me um, for sharing my story, which is really cool. I feel like I'm finally have found my calling and what I want to do with my life and it's exactly this to talk about mental health physical health and everything that lies in between um I'll give you guys a little rundown of my week last week was homecoming week so it was very busy with mixers and stuff which were really really fun and we had the homecoming game on Saturday which I did not attend but that's okay um and actually at one of our mixers um a girl came up to me in my sorority and she told me that a message that I had posted in our group chat um, maybe a month ago is the reason why she sought out help was because I mentioned something about eating and she's like you're the reason why I'm in therapy now and why I decided to get help and that was so cool to hear and I can't believe like my my story and my like just one little comment that I made made the biggest difference in her life. Um, You know, my why is to let people know they aren't alone and that getting help is okay. And I hope to help many more people, but hearing that I helped one person makes me beyond happy. And it honestly, like I almost started crying because like I really, right now, I don't really realize the impact that I'm making on people and I don't realize how much I'm helping others through sharing my story and my experience and really though like I'm helping just a lot of people and I'm really excited to be pursuing something that I'm super duper passionate about um what do I got going on this week guys like I have so much fun stuff because it's Halloween. is that a thing it's my first Halloween at college so on Thursday, we have a mixer, and so I think me and my two other friends were being Monsters, Inc. So my friend Ethan's going to be Boo, and then my Bailey's going to be Sully, or she's going to be Mike, and I'm going to be Sully. We were trying to figure out what we were going to be, and like we've thrown out around a bunch of ideas, so that's Thursday. Friday, I'm going to be a butterfly, a blue butterfly, my symbol, my sign from God. Um, of course I'm being a blue butterfly like what else would I be and then on Saturday for the day I'm being Jesse from Toy Story one of my guy friends is going to be Woody and then my guy and girlfriend they're going to be the two aliens and then one of my other girlfriends is going to be Barbie so we're all like Toy Story characters which will be super cute and then like my last costume which either is going to be for Saturday night or Sunday night but I'm not going to go out Sunday night because I have lab the next morning so it's Tigger. Somehow I'm being like all like kid things and I kind of love it. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited for like to dress up and everything. That'll be really fun. And this is like a down week for school for me too. So I'm relaxing before I have an exam next Tuesday in anatomy, which will be super fun. It's on the muscles unit. And this is definitely one of the hardest units so far. So um, yeah, that's like the life update on everything going on. I found a place to live for next semester because I'm moving out and that's so relieving and exciting because I'm living with another Pi-Fi in a house, which is really cool. And I'm very happy about that. 
So let's get into the, today's topic, which is PCOS. I kind of just wanted to have an episode dedicated to talking about polycystic ovarian syndrome because I have PCOS. I was diagnosed with it last August of, so August of 2020, and I didn't really do anything about it till probably this past August, August 2021, and I'm still kind of, you know, frustrated and fluctuating with trying to like different methods and different things um, for it. Basically what polycystic ovarian syndrome is, it's a hormonal disorder common among women of reproductive age. Women with PCOS may have infrequent or prolonged menstrual periods or excess male hormone androgen levels. The ovaries may develop numerous small collections of fluid, which are follicles, and fail to regularly release eggs. The exact cause of PCOS is unknown, or like diagnosis and treatment along with weight loss may reduce the risk of long-term complications such as type 2 diabetes, heart disease, or in pregnancy. So for me, and like, that's very sciencey terms, I guess, an explanation for you guys, but like, in normal people terms, I look at it as a pre-diabetic disease. Uh, with insulin resistance. It has a lot to do with insulin resistance. And um, the cysts around your ovaries are small follicles, and they look like a string of pearls on an ultrasound. Um, so that's like how I found out I had it, was we I got an ultrasound done, and my periods don't ever come. Like they were coming very irregularly, and they were very, very, very light, and that's a very a common symptom. And then when we were like looking at my ultrasound with the doctor, she was asking me about other symptoms, fatigue, excess hair growth, uh, hair loss, unbalanced cortisone and adrenal hormone, and giant mood swings. And of course, I checked off all of those boxes. um, And it's a lot of bloating as well as another symptom. And so that's when I was diagnosed with PCOS was after looking at all those symptoms, they were like, yes, you have two or more of these things that is typical. Actually, a lot of women go undiagnosed with PCOS, and a lot of people don't know they have it. Um, I Also, another big factor was I had gained weight really quickly in a very short period of time, and that's when my insulin start, resistance started getting really poor and really bad. Um, it's a lot of immature follicles um, around your eggs, so like, the eggs aren't matured. They haven't matured, so they can't be, like you can't have your period with that if your eggs aren't matured. Um, at time of result in classic appearance of polycyclic ovaries, they string together. Uh, so honestly, it's a chronic illness. There's nothing you can do about it besides trying to balance your hormones. That's like a key thing to do for your body. So I met with this obesity doctor over the summer she's actually a pediatrician but she studied PCOS and how eating a certain way will really help with your diet so balancing blood sugar levels and insulin levels is important um so like I guess like a typical diet for me like the way I have to eat now is eating an adequate portion of balanced fat, carbs, and proteins. So carbs are definitely one of the ones that like you want to steer away from when you're when you have PCOS. 
because the carbs are what's spiking your insulin because carbs are sugar. They're made with glucose, and that's what spikes your insulin and your sugar, blood sugar levels. So um, they always say, like, stay away from white breads and have whole wheat bread over that and have smaller portions of carbs. Like, I could still have carbs, but have smaller portions with fat, healthy fats and proteins, which will have your blood sugar like release into the blood sugar level slower and you don't want your blood sugar levels to be released super fast um my goal right now is to like be prioritizing protein and increasing my body mass index and i do that by also strength training and increasing my knee which is an example of that is walking and a lot of foods that I incorporate in my diet are eggs, vegetables, fish. I have dairy once a day, sometimes twice a day. Dairy is also something that spikes your insulin because of the lactose levels in it. And that also is what's spiking your blood sugar levels. You need an adequate amount of sleep as well. That is like, if your cortisol levels are messed up, you're gonna be tired, you're gonna have difficulty falling asleep difficulty concentrating and you're just more fatigued and that's does not help with your functioning like body on a daily basis and a lot of women like between 2.2 and 26.7 percent of women in the, the ages between 15 to 44 experience and have PCOS and up to 70 percent of women with PCOS hasn't hadn't been diagnosed with it the ovaries release eggs to be fertilized by a man's sperm, and the release of an egg each month is called ovulation. So obviously you know that. And the follicle-stimulating hormone FSH and luteinizing hormone LH are produced in the pituitary gland, which control the ovulation. So your FSH and your LH levels might be unbalanced, and that's how you aren't able to ovulate each month. So for me, that's what I was experiencing, unbalanced FSH and LH levels and I wasn't ovulating each month. I maybe ovulate every three months, um, not a, not often at all, which honestly being a college student, I kind of love not having my period all the time. But you know, this summer I definitely realized, I was like, it's very, very unhealthy that I'm not having my period. Like I, if I want to get pregnant one day, like let's try to get my period on a normal schedule and like a regular schedule. And that's why I started changing my diet and just focusing more on vegetables and healthy fats and healthy proteins. And that's why I say it's like a pre-diabetic diet because it can lead to type 2 diabetes and it's like diabetes that's spiking the blood sugar and like controlling that. Um, FSH stimulates ovary to produce a follicle and a sac that contains an egg and then LH triggers the ovary to release a mature egg. I forgot to say that earlier and didn't explain that well. Um, yeah, so, like, I, as I was saying, with the diabetic diet, so, like, it's just as, I kind of eat in a keto way, but I also don't, since I'm recovering from an eating disorder, it's really hard to, like, go back into that, like, restricted mindset, even though I am know in my head and, like, I tell myself, this is not a restrictive diet, it's, like, for my, like, inside health, it's not even for my outside looks, um, it still definitely gets in my head of, like, oh, I need to lose weight, or, like, this diet is going to help me lose weight or like this diet is going to help me look better or like feel better 
this is more so I like to get my period back. And indeed, I did for the past two months. I've got my period on a regular basis, and I haven't had that at all experiencing my period since eighth grade. Like, I've never had a regular period. And that's why I had to remind myself, like, this diet is not restrictive. So I definitely am more flexible with this diet compared to other people who, like, never experienced an eating disorder because, like, I don't want it to be triggering a lot. And it still is very, like, it. it's definitely triggered my eating a lot more recently um, in terms of binging. Like, I still have that binge mindset, and it's kind of come back to me. And not experiencing that for, like, a year, it's, like, been really hard to fight off. And I definitely still experience, like, overeating rather than binging but it's like still there because this is such like a restrictive way of eating if that makes sense um and so basically like with the insulin the cells can't use insulin properly and that's why that's that's the insulin resistance that's occurring in your body and insulin is a hormone the pancreas produces to help the body use sugar from foods for energy And when cells can't use insulin properly, the body's demand for insulin increases, and the pancreas makes more insulin to compensate. Extra insulin triggers ovaries to produce more male hormones, and which ultimately leads to obesity, and that's a major cause of it. And both obesity and insulin resistance can increase your risk for type 2 diabetes and are intertwined. So that's what my doctor's also worried about, is like me gaining a lot more weight than I already have gained since being diagnosed with this. Um, actually, la- like in May this past year, I experienced heavy bleeding, which is very, very, like, uncommon for me. Like, I would always experience no bleeding, and basically the heavy bleeding was the uterine lining built up for, like, the longest period of time. I had to have my period in, like, maybe six months, and so the periods that I got were very, very heavy. Um, I almost had to go to the emergency room because of how much I was bleeding out, which is insane to me because, you know, that's a normal thing your body should be doing is having your period. But, like, it just, like, led to that. Um, And obviously infertility is a big role and, like, a big factor in why I'm changing my diet. Um, Because, like, to get pregnant, you have to ovulate. So, like, when I wasn't ovulating... I didn't care because I was in college. Like, I'm in college. It doesn't matter that I don't want to get pregnant now. But, like, I was thinking about my future, and I'm like, I want four kids. Like, I, um, like, you know, like, I want to have kids. Like, I need to be having my period on a regular basis. And women who don't ovulate regularly don't release as many eggs to be fertilized. And PCOS is obviously causing infertility. Um... But, like, metabolic syndrome is also, like, a factor. Because this has to do, like, PCOS and insulin resistance, pre-diabetic. Metabolic syndrome is, like, basically that. Because your metabolism has a lot to do with insulin resistance. And up to 80% of women with PCOS are overweight or have obesity. And this is just due to your high blood sugar, high blood pressure, low HDL, which is your good cholesterol, and high LDL, which is bad cholesterol. So I also had high LDL, bad cholesterol levels. And together, these factors are diagnosed as metabolic syndrome, which lead to stroke, diabetes, heart disease. Um, I also like experience the sleep apnea, which is the sleep, which is a huge symptom of not being able to sleep. 
Um, this condition causes repeated pauses in breathing during the night, which interrupts sleep. So, aka why I don't always stay asleep because I'm constantly woken up for no reason. Um, cancer is also a big factor in like if you're not ovulating, the lining can build up too much and a thickened uterine lining can increase your risk for endometrial cancer. Um, also, depression and anxiety are a big, like something that goes along with PCOS. So for me, anxiety is what I experience with my PCOS. My anxiety, horm like hormones tied into anxiety and like mental health. I'm at such like a higher intense level of already like that my anxiety is so much worsened when I have PC like having PCOS so that was honestly like the PCOS triggered my eating disorder and that also along with my anxiety was triggered with it and my OCD like everything was intertwined and that's why I wanted to do like a separate episode on PCOS and like just explain it to you guys because I feel like a lot of people don't know what it is and like why I'm talking about it so much it's just because this is like the lifestyle change I've had to make for myself and how much like after talking with my therapist and like figuring out why I was having an eating disorder it also was a like the PCS was affecting my eating disorder and was making it worse because it had to do a lot with my hormones and everything um which is crazy because I never thought that like there was a reason for my eating disorder. I just thought there was something wrong with me, but it was more mentally wrong with me. And that's exactly what a disorder is. It's when you're mentally sick. Um, but I didn't know that I had other factors incorporating PCOS with it. And like the cyst on your ovaries, it's not like a cyst that can be removed. I mean, some people like do like could get a huge one and then it does have to be removed, but like, typically they're just, it just looks like little cysts and they're tiny. And you don't need to have the cysts on your ovaries to be diagnosed with PCOS. That was just how I was diagnosed. Um, so yeah, larger cysts can be more painful. And over time you can reduce your ovarian cysts by balancing your hormones. That's like, that's what I'm trying to do right now is balancing my hormones and like, working with that but that's like the rundown of PCOS I don't like I honestly don't have much else to say about it I just wanted to kind of explain it in voice form so you could hear me rather than like typing it out in like an Instagram post but I would love some suggestions for my podcast and if you'd like to be a guest on my podcast please reach out to me I would love to have guests and like talk about your mental health story because I'm also trying to like bring more awareness to it and hear different people's experiences just because everybody experiences something different with mental health and um I guess I can do like rose bud thorn for like the rest of the week my I don't even know how that works we always just do it at bible study my thorn I'll start off with bad things my thorn is just like fighting or not fighting with my roommates but like just having them nag at me something i'm looking forward to is so that's what my butt or my rose uh tonight i'm gonna go hang out with all my friends from the dorm like we haven't all hung out in a group in like a couple weeks so i'm very excited to like see everybody 
And then my bud, I guess, is asking my date to formal um, because my formal for Pi Phi is on November 12th. It's called the Angel Ball and only happens, you only get to experience it once every four years. So um, I'm like nervous to ask my date. I don't even really know for sure who I'm asking yet. So I will keep you guys updated on that, how my asking goes. And I'm just nervous to ask, but I'm excited, more so excited. And my dresses come in this week, which will be great to like finally try them on see how they fit which is good and I'm not going to lab tonight that's also a positive I'm not going to lab because it's my orgo lab because my like accommodations have to be sorted out still so I technically should not be attending and since oh that's uh I literally first tell you guys that I donated blood today like an hour ago I donated blood um because Phyta was having a charity event for it so I did that which is really exciting um Paolo the president he had to stand with me because I was so nervous because a girl literally fainted in front of me lol but um yeah I'm sorry my thoughts were really scattered today I'm just like exhausted because I didn't really sleep well last night but I'm so excited to see and hear your guys' opinions on what I should talk about next and again if you want to be a guest I'm being serious reach out to me and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you guys soon. And thanks for listening.